Welcome back to Back to Ball Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski here with you for our lightning bets. It is funny, Joe, that we've had mm. so much football to get to today that we've mentioned very little about what was rather exciting day in Major League Baseball yesterday. We nearly had a no-hitter, uh, lost that by just inches. Uh, the Cubs in a must-win game. Wound up winning one nothing. Justin Steele uh, looked fantastic out there, and so his Cy Young argument uh, is still very, very good. What are we to make of the Cubs now after that win yesterday? Now, first off, Steele's odds dropped in half overnight. From we talked about it 24 hours ago that he's 30 to one, and this morning there are spots that have it at 12 to one. 12 to 16 wow. to one is the range. Uh huh. How about that? How about that? The only guy ahead of him in the ERA is Snell, and the other guys in the mix further back. That was uh, 111 pitches last night for Steele. Career high. So I'm curious uh, how he bounces back in his next start. Um, earlier this month, he threw 110, and then the following start, he threw only 84 pitches. But we were going over the odds yesterday how it's a three way race. Maybe it's a four way race because Steele's part of this conversation. Uh, that's real. I I have a bet that I'll be giving on Cubs Brewers in a moment. So, yeah, a lot going on with baseball. Okay. In all seriousness, we need to address this. Dude. Angels. What, what, what do you think? We know what the thinking is. And mm-hmm. their gamble did not work. And, and they're cut and bait, which I will... I will give the benefit of the doubt to teams. I actually commend it when teams are like, yeah, we messed up. That was the wrong mm-hmm. thing to do. It was something we did recently. Um, but what did you, did you see this coming where like Giolito is not going to finish this, this season with the team? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, specifically with Giolito, he hadn't pitched well in an Angels uniform. I know. So, you know, that's that's part of it is, you know, he had a bad outing his last go-round. So, you know, you're not going to spend that kind of money if that's the return on your investment. And I get it's a small sample size, but when you're kind of running out of time and the Angels have run out of time, then why have that sunk cost there? It is interesting to me, and, you know, looking at this, you know, macroscopically with all of the other uh, players that they placed on waivers, uh, as a bit of a salary dump, I look at this and go, it's a lot of people don't understand what sunk cost means. Like, yes, the angels are out of it. I get it. But why are you going to keep investing over and over again into players who aren't going to help you, who aren't going to be sticking around? It's also mm-hmm. worth noting that Mike Moustakis and the guy, Shoei Otani, they're still with the angels. So there is something to be said for, okay, We're not going to keep these other guys, but the ones we really want to go after, we want to make sure that they're comfortable in the Angels clubhouse for the rest of the season. And look, the things with Otani, you know, ultimately this is what it's about. That's still very much up in the air. You know, is he going to take next try and be a pitcher hitter once again? Is he just going to be a hitter for one year while he's recovering? I mean, there are a lot of unknowns here. And I have to believe that once they were out of playoff contention, why are you going to spend this money when ultimately your focus is on trying to retain the best player in baseball? As bad as he was for the Angels, it would not shock me at all if Giolito latches on with the team and he's an important piece in this track run. 
for a team trying to go for it in a division or wild card. And, you know, obviously I'm thinking about the team on the other side of town in Chicago. Or Giolito is just on the south side. Maybe he ends up on the north side because they, they could use another starter. I mean, they just... They mm-hmm. they lost the first game of this crucial series because they had to start tie on, you know, and you're you've got the Strowman injury. Like there are a lot of teams in this position where they could use a starter right now. And and Giolito, he'd be a perfect fit in Baltimore, wouldn't he? It'd be great. Yeah, there's a lot of teams, but how long's Baltimore going to have to wait in that waiver process? They're going to be one of the last to go. That's true. And is it possible that Giolito is one of the first guys uh, who, who yeah. could be looked upon? So, mm-hmm. there, you know, you have a couple of things going up against Baltimore there as far as uh, order is concerned. I want to circle back real fast the whole Cy Young thing. Again, I know I keep going back to the Tango Tiger uh, formula as far as likeliest to win Cy Young. Justin Steele is second right now in the National League, trailing only Spencer Strider because of all of his strikeouts. Wow. So... Act now while supplies last when it comes to steel. Wow. That is... Do you think there's still value? I think BetMGM is 14 posted at that number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I do. I mean, you should have gotten yeah. it sooner when we told you to, but, you know, that's the price you pay, but you can still make a profit. Yeah. Last night the was number a big that game. jumped to me, it was. Yeah. He also yeah. took a comebacker off the leg. Worth noting. Uh, yes. Gallon at four to one. Like that's Love it. I'm not there. Yesterday. No. I'm not All there right. anymore. For, forget the odds for a minute. Pick your pick your NL Cy Young winner. Let's go around. I'll, I'll go Strider. Strider. Okay. Yeah. Num- yeah, Strider. Forget the number, Strider. Well, he's second. Favorite. I still think it's. I still think it's Gallon. Gallon four to one right now. That's what like that's the the number. I would play that. I will play that. I I think the number and like even uh, uh, if you want to bring not saying because of the number, but like is Gallon really fourth or third in this you know ranking off one bad start? Like, does that seem reasonable? Like, I no, just don't think it's so. An overreaction. Yeah. No, and what what happened in, on the same night? You had another one of the starters in the mix that had a had a much mm-hmm. better night, and now Steele right. well, stops a nine game winning streak, and so his number drops. Mm-hmm. But again, you go by the formula, and Steele's second right now, and right. I don't want to just throw that away because we have you know original impressions. I mean. Gallon has pitched very, very well, you know, for much of the season. I'm not taking anything away from him, but Steele's just done a little more. And, you know, there's something to be said for that. Uh, you know, Blake Snell starting to fall off. I think that's fair. Um, yeah. You know, Logan Webb, someone I thought was a dark horse. Like, he's probably not in the, in contention anymore. But I, I still think Justin Steele's number is good here. I would not take that away nope. from him. Um, None of us picked on, on Snell. Lightning bets here. No, no, we didn't. Nobody. Um, no. <laughs> okay, this is this is awfully dangerous. But when you look at history against the opposing team, uh, when you're looking at the White Sox and the O's, Dylan Cease doesn't have it that much worse against the O's, and Kyle Gibson does against the White Sox. 
So Chicago full game run line minus 135. I think there's a little bit of value there. So what the heck? Uh, Framber Valdez pitching for the Astros uh, against the Red Sox. The run line is 10. That's nuts to me. Like, I get that Valdez can, can get a little shaky at times, but a 10 total run line, Cutter Crawford mm-hmm. on the other side. Um, Astros team total over four and a half, I think is good. And I'm going to run it back with the Dodgers. Uh, they're ridiculous right now. I know the money line bet is minus 185, but what the heck? Let's do it. All right. I'm going to start over at Wrigley, Cubs and Brewers. Let's see. It's Hendricks against Woodruff. The game's coin flip based on uh, the money line that we have right now. In this matchup, Hendricks, great against Milwaukee. Woodruff, great history against the Cubs. This has been an under series, and I think it's going to go three for three. We're going to get another under. The number is seven. Wind howling in at Clark and Addison. 18 miles per hour blowing in. And you have this great history with the two starters. So I know it's a short number, but I'm still going to say under, under seven. And mm, talked about this a little bit yesterday. I'll, I'll pull the trigger now. Florida State, 25 to one. I think they win on Sunday night and there's a path for them to make the playoff. So a 25 to one, I like that. Paul, well, is that a title bet? Paul, you're playoff bet. Yes. Yeah, that's title. Title bet. All right. Uh, I'm going to roll it three days in a row. Orioles, team total over four and a half. I know it's cease, but minus 115 is the number. Keep that offense going. And they get there late. Come through late. You know, they're scoring like two runs in the first six, seven innings, and then they explode in the in the later innings. So don't, don't get nervous uh, if it's a little sweaty late. And you know what? When's Gallon pitching next? Let's see. Uh, he pitched Sunday, so probably Friday or Saturday. Okay, we'll wait a day. We'll wait it. We'll wait a day or two. But very much have Gallon. I gotta see. Like some of these places have pulled the numbers down. They haven't reposted them yet. So I'm seeing four to one at some like on different odds charts. But I don't know if that's the actual number. I'm seeing the highest I'm seeing posted at an actual book is plus three twenty five. So, but keep that front of mind. Uh, all right. Uh, I love the hashtag value on Cedric Mullins, two plus total bases. It's plus 150. Awesome history against Cease, five for 13 with a triple and has a homer in the last week. He's playing really well. So I'll take Mullins. I'm also going to take Trey Turner, two plus total base. It's only minus 105 at MGM. He's two for three with a double and a homer in his career versus Detmers. And also, he has an OPS over 1,000 in the entire month of August. He's been awesome. Cardinals team total over four and a half against Rich Hill, who was a nine ERA since being traded San Diego. Red Sox first five money line as dogs. I'm going to back Cutter Crawford, who has a 328 ERA since July 1st. And Framber hasn't exactly been awesome. His last two road starts have been blow up. So I'll take the Red Sox as dogs on the first five line. I'm going to swallow my pride and just take the Garrett Cole K's over at plus money because I'm just a huge loser and so are the Tigers. Uh, Rays first five run line minus half a run. Rays have the seventh best seventh best offense versus lefties and I want to back Zach Eflin hurts my heart going to go against Brandon fought as well under four and a half K's against the Dodgers who have literally the lowest K rate in baseball since August 1st and the just for funsies home run play of the day is Paul Goldschmidt plus 390 destroys Rich Hill 12 for 26 three homers what do you make of this 10 run total Jake for 
Astros Red Sox? Seems high. I, I thought about it, but Framber's been not great over the last couple weeks. No, he hasn't. Scary. But tents are so big. Yeah, I'm wavering. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for the Daily Tip. Take care, everybody.